Whoa. Yeah, bro. I, I know that's kind of weird, but that's what happens. It's the beginning of this shit. Uh, Craig it, the bot. It always, it comes on and it makes you feel like you're doing something bad. Dang. <laughs> But nah, it's 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 been actually this is why we've been doing the show because of the damn uh, quarantine and trying to keep our sanity. Because prior to this, we started doing this podcast, so we won't mention, so we won't get sued or canceled in the future. Um, but then we brought it back because we were just trying to figure out how to hang out with each other again. And ta da! Now you got this Zuzu rodeo bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty cool, man. I've from the episodes that I've listened to, I've enjoyed it. So that's what's up. That's what's up, man. I I I am excited and I'm learning from people. I'm learning how to talk better. I now know that pronouncing shit with the S in it, it brings out my whole shh and I, I now I hate that, so I avoid any word with S. No, but <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been fun. I've really been enjoying this shit. It's helping me learn more. I'm learning how to not be an asshole. Everybody is special. And yeah, man, it's it's cool. I fucks with it. I heavily fucks with it. That's good, though. You sound like you have a little uh, husk in your voice, Cedric. Like like that, that kind of wisdom in your in your vocal tone or something like that. What's what's been going down, man? <laughs> uh probably just because I've been drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> What you been drinking? Uh, well, I actually I picked up whiskey and gin as a hobby. Ah, that's so, that's, uh, that's my boy. I'm a whiskey <laughs> man myself. Yeah, I've just been kind of exploring, um, you know, whiskeys, different gins, a little bit of rum, but mainly whiskey and gin. Uh, I mean, really, th- this whole quarantine thing, I- I've picked up, just kind of dabbled in a bunch of different hobbies here and there, and some of them stick, some of them don't. So, but I guess maybe it's affecting my voice. I don't know. <laughs> what all has stick for you? Stuck for you? Yeah. Uh, the whiskey stuff. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I started actually like collecting comics, like comic comics. Like physical copies? Yeah. So I've been reading and collecting those. Um, Mm-hmm. Still on the video games, still on the anime, the board games, all that stuff. But I mean, that, those are the main ones. Uh, trying to get back into art again, if I can, you know, stop uh, putting stuff on a piece of paper and instantly hating it and throwing it away, and just oh, learning to accept my mistakes. You know. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I remember you being a badass. Yeah, you should give yourself like at least a few days with it. I'm trying. It's 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 just one of those mental blocks that I gotta come over. Like nothing's ever gonna be perfect as soon as you you know, there's there's like first drafts for a reason. Nothing's ever gonna be perfect the first time when you try something like that. So I'm just trying to overcome that myself and, you know, say, okay, well, this is where I can improve on, try drawing it again, instead of just like, well, this just is complete trash, and then yeah, give it I up. Think, so. I think we all had to get out of, um, all of us had to get out of our own way and uh, 
the phrase I like to use and think about now is progress, not perfection. And mm. I mean, you, you make so much stuff happen that way. And, you know, you just go where it goes. And if you need something, you go back Excuse and uh, fix it, make it legit. And yeah, I mean, you learn through that. Uh, you learn by doing, basically. Yeah. And people out there, I mean, would like your stuff. Yeah. Even if you don't think it's the best thing ever. There's yeah, always right. somebody. <laughs> you're right. Like, yeah, I just got to keep at it and put it out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do it, man. Like, that's that's um what I started doing. Like, it was, it even starts with just, like, I'll make some shit. And I might not be confident in it, but then I'll like annoy the fuck out of V's and tell him to go hop in his inbox and be like, hey, check this out. Check this out. Just because like it gives it time for me to revisit it and realize if something is trash or like like now my new thing that I'm probably going to start doing is I'm just going to have my prototypes just actually release them and just put it up there. So it's like it's it's content. It's content. It's just just fucking do it. Like when we were we were in Denton, one of our biggest problems that I I saw outside looking in now is we wanted perfection so much, we never got anything done. And I remember there was other people, other artists that I knew that were just like, man, fuck it, this doesn't sound good. We're just gonna do. No, no, they didn't think it. They thought it was probably amazing, but me, it didn't. I didn't think it was probably the best thing. But they still was doing it, and that work ethic. They had something to show for their work. They just was progressing. And shit, fucking, um, um, what's that shit? Instagram is full of that now. People constantly posting half-done materials and saying, hey, check this out. Give it a like and share. And yeah. then someone is sponsoring their ass because they're like, we like what you're doing. So, man, yeah, man, you got you to gotta throw yourself in the deep end sometimes. Yeah, you're right. 100% correct on that. <clears throat> I want to know what uh, what comics you got into, because me and Kate like uh, revisited Watchmen because she hadn't seen it, but I showed her the movie, and she was blown away, blown away by it. Mm -hmm. And then Watchmen's we ended good, up watching, man. yeah, we ended up watching the one the HBO uh, Watchmen series on there. Ooh, and that shit was that shit was great. Like it, it was phenomenal. I haven't seen the HBO one, but I mean the movie was really good. They knocked it out the park for me. For after me, that, I got a, I have a, a new, I have a, I got a crush on Regina King after watching that. Like I was just sitting there going like, I fucking, she did that. She did that. <laughs> Bro, they all did that. It was just too on point for me. I ain't gonna spoil anything because I want him to watch it. Like, yo, you, I, I know you will enjoy it, bro. You should check that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. But what stuff did you get into? Uh, comment wise, um, honestly, a lot of the stuff that's been getting my attention is like non Marvel, non DC. So, uh, one of my favorites right now is uh, called Something's Killing the Children. And hmm. think like. I don't really know how to describe too much of it without giving it away, but something's out there killing children. <laughs> like, like they need that right now. That's what yeah. People are posting about their stuff on uh, 
on Facebook save the children and all that. This is probably who who they're uh, scared of. Maybe, but I mean, this one, like, all right. So I've been following this comic since like issue number one. I went. Like, it's, this is one of the few comics that I'll like go out of my way to buy like the variant covers of and all that stuff. Mm. Um, and they're they're the they're saying it's the new Walking Dead for popularity wise. Like, mm. there there's rumors about it getting the show on netflix like it's probably one of the next big ones if it keeps going well um another one is called the red mother which it's yeah the red mother it's it's different because like i guess i could get just like a very very basic is like uh this woman and her husband were just kind of like walking home. If I remember correctly from issue one, they were like walking home. Something happened where the husband just completely disappears. And then she ended up losing one of her eyes. Like they were attacked mm. or something. But she doesn't really know what happened. Like, but since that happened, like, you know, nobody knows what happens to the husband. There's no evidence of a body, no nothing. Um, but she's been having all these weird visions about like this monster following her, you know, people trying to attack her when really it's just, it's like just these almost hallucinations, it seems like in the comic. And uh, she's just trying to get over it and figure out her stuff. But the more you read, the more you realize like people around her are connected to what happened or some people around her know what happened. So it's almost like, you know, it's just kind of like trying to figure out what actually did happen to this lady and her husband when she's trying to live a normal life. And then all these people are coming out trying to get into her life like, oh, things will go, you know, things are going to get better. And then they're like, oh, you know, praise be the red mother. And you're like, who is this red mother? What did y'all do to this woman? Like, uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, other than those two, I mean, I've been reading like, Ghost Spider, which is Spider Gwen, that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the new X Men reboot is really good. Yeah, um, last time I checked on that, that was pretty dope. Um, I love, I love. Uh, let's see, for me, what I was following, which surprised the hell out of me, I really enjoy the Green Lantern comics. I, I didn't see that ever happening, but there's, there's so much to their mythos, all the different colors and what they represent. And just, yeah, Green Lantern's um, always been really good. It's just people, I guess, tend to base them off the movies, the movie, you know? That it's, Yeah, that trash. So then you yeah. take that and you go, nope. <laughs> and yeah, now people look at Green Lantern, you mean like that Ryan Reynolds movie? No, no. But Green Lantern comics, those, those are really good. Like, all the, like you said, all the different color lanterns and yeah, it's it's really good. What yeah, I grew name? up on the uh, the TV version too. That's really all I know about it. Well, did yeah. you guys hear that they had to let go a lot of people from DC um, recently? Like a lot of the people that well that just worked for DC Comics that did the comics, they had to let a lot of them go. And I'm pretty sure it's tied to just the current state that we're in. And I think it's cool that you're still supporting and buying comics. I've always wanted to go back to the comic shop and buy more because I actually I went to the comic shop more because I started playing magic at one point and I was always oh, yeah? excited. 
Yeah, I, I started me and uh, me and Liquid. We both we both went out to this one comic shop, and we would just go there and watch other people play um, Magic. And we did a couple battles our own. Matter of fact, it's funny because when you go to those communities, the old heads are always really good about giving you cards. We went to one place and he was just they, they just gave us some cards because it's like, oh, you guys just got started. Well you're gonna need this in your deck. And it's we did all that for about maybe like four months and then they changed the series up again. We we're like, no, nah, we're not gonna keep investing in this because they keep updating the cards. It's one of those things where it's just like So uh... the magic is still one of the things that I play. And had I known that, I definitely could have hooked you up. Um, I play online since it's free. <laughs> that's it's definitely free. a good way to go. Definitely a good way to go. But uh, no, man, I didn't know. Like, if I, I would have just told you, like, probably look into playing Commander. Cause What's playing that, Commander? It's a format of Magic, but it doesn't rotate out. So the, what y'all are probably playing with Standard, like getting the yeah. new stuff, and then they rotate out and stuff. They have different yeah. formats that don't rotate. So like all your old I stuff will always tell be us good. About that. Yeah, they were telling and, us about how they had that, and it was like another one where it's like it's there's command. Well, I'm knowing I'm calling the commander because you just called the commander, but there was there was like the season you're in. Then there's the the one where you can play any card, even the ones that have been banned. And then there's one where it's like it's you can use this current season, last season, and it's like a, it's like a it's like a little window that you can play in. Kinda, it's there's like tiers to it. Standard is the one where it's like I think there's three sets at any time, and then like they rotate constantly, pretty much, uh, or at least once a year. Uh, there's modern, which kind of extends that. Modern doesn't rotate; they just add on a new set. Uh, Legacy, which is the one where you can use almost any card that yeah, you know has ever you existed. Uh, vintage, which you can use every card that's ever existed. Of course, you know the further on you get, the barrier of entry money-wise is higher. Yeah. Uh, but then there's Commander, which is a four-player format, which is basically just like a four-player free-for-all. Uh, mm. And um, your deck, instead of 60 cards, is 100 cards singleton. So you only need one of every card except for lands, like basic lands. And uh, that doesn't have a rotation. And barrier to entry is extremely low because like, there's this dude on YouTube that makes budget decks where you could get a whole deck that can still hang on with like the upper tier decks. And those decks will cost you like $50 to $100 and you're good to go. You know, that's the other crazy part that I found out about it is you could seriously make money off of just buying cards, holding them, and then selling them back maybe in two years later because they increase in price sometimes. Yeah, I, I got know, lucky from a pack. Marketplace is, marketplace is stupid for Magic. I'm not even going to lie. It's, it's, it's stocks. It's kind of like stocks. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, name any other game where a piece of cardboard will cost, you know, about as much as a car. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, okay, nah, you just, no, you you Yu-Gi-Oh! Nah. Yu-Gi-Oh! doesn't get close. I've nah, looked. you're right. You are right. God dang. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to save my deck of cards for my kids. No, no, for my great-great-grandkids so they can have some money because that, that sounds like 
pay off some yeah. college tuitions. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get into Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, I got a group of friends right now that's trying to get me into it. How, how are you guys deciding on playing on it? Because I know they they actually I've, play using Discord. Yeah, that's what I was. That's that's what I'm thinking about. It's like probably. Um, what you do is you all probably use your vid cam or whatever, and then that's how you guys keep up with it. Well, they don't even use a cam. Like you can, but you don't have to. You just all in the voice chat. Uh, they roll for all the stats. Uh, hmm. which Discord, I guess they have it set up to where you can just type in the roll so everybody can see it. It automatically pulls it up. But there's also other you stuff you can You invite me to that. I can if you want. Yeah, man, I've been wanting to do that for. Was that like maybe two years now? I've been I was so hyped about just the character creation. You literally sit there and you flush out your entire character and you decide where they come from, their backstory. And it's it just for me, it was just like I was like, oh shit, this is amazing. I don't I don't understand why people always used to knock this. This shit's great. Cause it's nerdy. <laughs> back back in the nineties when nerds were nerds. Or cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Until Stranger Things came out and made nerds cool. Yeah. But, I mean, it's <laughs> it's pretty fun. Like, it, it, the thing, like I, like you said, the thing that gets me really is the character creation and the backstory. But I, I have, I'm, I'm really indecisive when it comes to backstory, so I just keep, like, switching it. But, yeah, it's still, it's pretty fun. I've got a couple groups that are, like, trying to get me more into it. And the nice thing about it is you can, like, kind of customize it, too. So if you don't like the whole like fantasy with the elves and the orcs and whatever like uh one of the groups that i'm in they're doing like a fire force campaign based off of that anime fire force that's on my list it's it's great it's it's probably one of my favorites right now actually but uh like they're doing like different types of campaigns like that where they just base like the settings and the enemies off of whatever like i've heard people doing like avatar the last airbender campaigns i've heard you know, all sorts of stuff, so it's pretty Ooh, cool. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Yeah, that sounds sexy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I like I it. knew about there's Where's a, Fire there's Force? A... Huh? What's that? Where's Fire Force? What service? Fire Force is on Funimation. Uh, I'm not sure if it's on Crunchyroll. Uh, but it's, if you, it's the same dude that did uh, Soul Eater. So same art style. Gotcha. But I've been hearing great things about it. There's a it's there's it's a really good. Yeah. It's when he, when the guy told me the premise of the show, I just said, Okay, fuck it. I gotta go watch this. That's why it's on my list. There's um something called Binlin that's on my list as well now. Binlin saga? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but I heard good things about it. But I, I was gonna ask you um, well, what was that? It, basically, I was getting at like when it came to those variants for the D and D. The one I saw there was a there was a there's a group on YouTube I believe called the Cosmonaut Variety Show, and they had a very good way that they did it. Like I think they had this show that lasted like four episodes, and they were all maybe an hour, two hours long. But their their variant was Star Wars, so they did D and D, but you would pick. Like you would be in the Star Wars universe, and I was like, it was really dope that you could do that, and that brought me on board. I was like, yo, I I just want to get a couple of friends that actually want to commit to it and make this a thing, and and like actually let this shit pop off. 
Yeah, man. I'll um I'll see about getting getting you into that group. I mean, it, you're not too far away from the comic shop I go to either. If you're in Carrollton, I mean, they have a ton of books. It not necessarily even D and D books, but just a ton of different books with different systems that you can use. Like there's cyberpunk ones, there's like all this other stuff that you know, those tabletop fantasy games are picking up a lot. So, Kasune Goddess. I was actually looking at that last night. That's that's I've been actually wanting to play that for like a long time. <laughs> I, I wish there was an online version of that. I, I haven't looked it up. Isn't th- I don't think there is. You know what there is online though of uh, what? Sentinels. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that game. Oh yeah. That was um that was the house favorite, man. We spent Many nights up till five in the morning playing that shit. Yep. Yeah, y'all love that game. Wait, did you play it? Nah. I don't know why I felt like you was the villain for some reason. Because I was probably being antisocial. I think yeah, you, you put. I thought you played it once. I don't know if you liked it or not, but I thought you did play it once. Yeah, it was just. I mean, I don't usually like. Uh, like. Uh, a faceless enemy or or a, a predetermined enemy like i don't i don't like usually like playing campaigns of of games and stuff where i have to kill a bunch of drones or you know i just like i like playing online and interacting with people gotcha. you know? like that that's a cool game like you know we're all in a in a team together but we're we're uh just playing a random generated enemy and it's just kind of weird to me there's no personality to it for me i can see that yeah i, I remember that. that night that we all just hopped up and went to walmart and bought all those damn Yu-Gi-Oh cards <laughs> weird and random yeah bro that was that was a it was interesting. I remember that. That night was that night was pretty damn dope though. I I enjoyed it. We went to Walmart. So I think some of us even spent even a hundred dollars on that shit just to come back, play for a night, and never play that <laughs> shit again. <laughs> I don't even remember playing them hoes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think man, I think I just found like some sort of Yugi starter. I was just like, Well, I guess I'm playing Yugi. Yeah, yeah like Karibo went in or something. I don't remember all the specifics but Who'd i don't know but that's again? i don't even remember probably stetson oh hmm. uh, that's like the i don't know i just kind of miss those nights like just ra- the randomness you know hanging out yeah. right that was fun but... yeah i missed it too fucking the, the job fellowship shit. <laughs> Playing, what was it? Uh, PlayStation All Stars. Ah, shit. <laughs> toe yeah, to toe, man. Toe to yeah, fucking toe. I was king in that game. Yeah, y'all, no, y'all, y'all killed me. I could not play that game very well. <laughs> you don't need to feel bad, Cedric. In my eyes, every single one of you are mongrels. Okay. Well, that makes you feel <laughs> a little better. <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm willing to take that. Not me. Status. I, <laughs> no, I don't people. bow down. I do yeah, not bow down. All of those people don't let them make you feel bad. 
No, I'll I know my place amongst the mongrels. <laughs> <laughs> I am the highest bred. Look at that. You know, Steady said uh, second place is just first loser. <laughs> so you just the first one to go cry in the corner. <laughs> no, that that's those memories were like it was it was cool for me because for me I didn't even live there. I was the little brother coming to visit a lot of the times, and that was that was pretty awesome. It's like I got to come and hang out with my bro, and then I got to hang out with you guys too. In those weekends, like you guys were doing schoolwork, and for me, I was just there having a good ass time recording that fucking project I did, and and it, yeah, that that shit was cool. Yeah, the yeah, that was cool, bro. I had no idea you were out there having your own fucking life too. Wait, uh, what's up? I I didn't know you had your own life going on. Like, what what were you doing during that time? Like you been you got mixed up with all kinds of people and had all kinds of a life and shit. Are you talking to me or Cedric? Yes, you. <laughs> you talking about you visiting? Oh shit. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. I was trying <laughs> to get on the same page, man. Yeah, like, I didn't get to visit your life. I mean the, the reason I'm confused is because like Cedric's the guest. He's the person we ain't talked to. Like I shouldn't be the one getting talked. I'm sure Cedric would like to know what was going on in your life. Um, shit, man. You would just I pop in on me. Sure. I mean, yeah. I, I, I didn't really know much other than, you know, I, I mean, after a while, like, I was only there on the weekends because I had to go back and work with my dad after I graduated. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You hate, uh, well, I don't know if you want to put that in the light. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I know you weren't the biggest fan of that that moment. I just didn't you like weren't. having to go back and forth all the time. I'm like, you know, I'd rather just spend the day with you guys, at least, you know, the time I have left, because I know we were all going to go our separate ways after college, so. Right. Um, You know, I didn't at least want to spend time with y'all, but instead I had to, like, go, you know, work, and I'd come back, and sometimes you were there, Darius, and I was like, oh, no, Darius is here. Other days, <laughs> I walk into a you know JD throwing a, a music video party in our apartment. That was uh, fun. <laughs> I was there for that shit. So you just walked up to the apartment. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we having a house party or something. I don't know, but I don't know. Just like the randomness of it was, it was cool to me because you know I, it, it was my first real experience of that. Like I never really had that before. I know to like a lot of people that might have been like, oh, I just want to go be in some peace and quiet. But for me, that was like all these new experiences I only had with y'all. It was like kind of, it was refreshing. So. Yeah, same here. And I think we, Definitely. I think together we, we made that stuff happen. Yeah, I would agree. Those moments were, I mean, those moments were us. That That shit was... I, I know for me, it was always an adventure because when I was going to Denton, first off, I had to come and leave a whole nother city. I didn't have a car, so the journey there took about an hour plus to even do. And it's just, it was like, all right, this is, it just felt cool. It felt cool. 
I remember, like, I had my own friends and shit in Dallas. I'd be hanging out with them, and then I'd be telling them, hey, I'm off to Denton. And it just felt like this really cool anime experience. Like, hey, I got a journey to do. I got another place to go to. And (laughs) then I would get there and walk from a train station all the way to the back of the, like, I would go straight north. And that was a journey within itself just to get there and be, it was just, it was, like, really, it was just great fun enjoyment i don't i can't really think of a a negative moment from there it was it was it was it was it was badass i enjoyed all the days there and i understand like for me it was just coming to hang out for you guys it was you guys were hanging out but then you guys also had like work in school and shit while y'all were there but it it was cool it was cool i i just fucking really enjoyed it on top of that, I felt cool because I was always the youngest one, and everybody else was was older. And you know, you know how that is when you're young and everyone's older, and you're like, "Oh, my friends are my I have older friends," you know. <laughs> and, well, that's so, another different experience because, like, Fez and I were the older ones, and at least for me, like, I I was always the youngest one out of my group of friends. So for me, being one of the older ones, it was a little bit different. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm used to being the oldest. And then all y'all came around. <laughs> and I felt like a little kid. <laughs> it was great though. I I learned a lot from you guys though. Honestly. It was yeah, it, it it's like everybody had their own little lesson and like Trying to, like, I'm trying to go through the actual the memories because I know I remember. Why are you saying past tense? Like I'm not still teaching you shit. <laughs> Man, you understand. <laughs> shit, I mean, shit. Steady taught many lessons. I, I, I always think of steady, steady as like the fucking. Master, not Master Chief, fucking Commander Shepard from Mass Effect. He's the real Master Shepard out of that shit. He was just constantly, you know, being everyone's friend and like just a good person and a good soul and heart. Um, <laughs> fucking, fucking Fez. I forgot what it was because it, I didn't actually start having like real adventures with Fez, and it was like when we when I actually started living in Denton because there was there was like a couple of nights me and Fez would just, we would just go out together, and we would just hang out, and it was cool, it was cool, like, I think I, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it felt like Mega Man, like, I got, I got to spend time with each of you guys, and learn, like, a special move from everybody, and then, I I don't know, it was fucking dope, you fucking taught us about Nujabees, that heartbreak, at the same time, it was, like, the most enthralling thing, because we were, it was, like, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. Just to be sad and find out that he died, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" I hated that part of it, but, but like, like yeah, man, you. I still have a folder on my iPod called Cedric's DNB, and <laughs> 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 it's like fucking four hundred plus songs. <laughs> wow, there's yeah, a bro, lot more I'm, now. Yeah, I'm still going through that music. Yeah, there's a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of we new to make the hub. I got to, uh, I went to, they did a tribute concert last year 
for the anniversary of his death, and I got to go to it and meet uh, Shingo. Oh, that's um, cool. That was an experience, man. They had a live band performing his music and everything. Like, that was kind of surreal, almost. Yeah, bro. I'm 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 full, hundred percent jealous right now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you, that reminded me when we went to fucking see Coheed and Cambria together. Yeah, that was that was my first concert. I was, oh yeah, that was my first real concert. Yeah, that's and right. Fez's brother sent me the damn pass so I could be, um, well, whatever the special VIP pass. So that's right. Was, yeah, Cause I remember because I was trying that. to buy a shirt and you texted me you're like, "Uh, bro, they're they're playing now." <laughs> <laughs> And like, hurry up and get that shirt and go back. <laughs> I had ringing in my ears for at least like to the end of the next day. It was it was damn good. It's it's something, it's something special about actually going to those experiences, those concerts like that. Like, yeah, it's I don't know what crazy. it is. That was the one with the private eyes guy, right? Yeah, that's when we learned that song. Private <laughs> eyes <laughs> watching you. <laughs> What's up? I love how that became one of our group songs. Yeah, it, it did, did, man. That that was a great moment. Yeah. yeah. I remember that that shit there was I don't know, it, it's 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 good to have good friends. Like that I think that's like the other part that comes from this because I always say this to everyone. My mom told me you're only going to have five friends or you, you'll only be able to count your friends on one hand. And she said, that's going to be her, my brother. And I think she named some other people in my family, like the immediate family. And I learned that ain't true. Cause like you guys, people we hang out with now, it's just like, that ain't true. It's not true. And it's, it's really, it's really nice and forgiving to find out that that's not true. Yeah, definitely in this age. Yeah. Where it's easy to stay in contact with people. Well, that's, that's just another thing that I've also been trying to do is just stay in contact with everybody. Like, mm-hmm. it sucks growing older and losing touch with people. And, you know, you can try to stay in touch with as many people as you can, but there's still going to be some that, like, you know, just grow apart. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm a little bit offended that you've been getting all this music all this time and you ain't been sharing it with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hook you guys up. <laughs> hey, sorry, or, po- but... or post some hoes in the, in the Discord when you find them. That's what we made it for. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely post some music in there. Um, I mean, what kind of music do y'all want? <laughs> nah, bro. I mean, whatever's in your phone. Yeah, whatever you just like, yo, this needs to be out there, or this made me, this moved me today. I mean, just share this shit. That's what okay. we're doing. Cool. Yeah, I'll start we're doing that. Constantly encourage that. Yeah, I'll start doing that. Because I, I know. It it appears like I think what I always say is we are the community, and as we keep actually interacting with each other, more people interact. So it's just like it it's it's a thing. 
<laughs> it's a thing. I gotcha. I mean, sometimes, you know, it's just easier to make your own community. You find people to include in it, and you know, it just becomes your community. People that you... Exactly. You know, yeah. You're around the most. <clears throat> Not to mention just hanging out on like places like Reddit. It, it's it it surprises me. I have better conversations with people I've never met than people that I thought I knew for like for fucking ten years. And it's just I got I, I got a I got a new friend, David, um, it's a guy um that does the Rooster Bat show. He's on our on our on our channel, whatever. But ever since then, like now we talk probably maybe like if not once every other day, we, we at least say something that's actually meaningful to each other, maybe like at least once a week. So it's just like I got new friends now. And it's just it's cool because there's people who have In like minds channel? like you. You said what? In his channel? Um, sometimes we'll message back and forth, but we're on Twitter and we're we Basically, we do a lot of interaction on Twitter, and we'll message each other on here and shit. Oh, you mm. on Twitter? You active on Twitter now too? I am active on Twitter now. Are you are you doing all of them? Um, pretty much. I'm doing all of these hoes, bro. God damn. Yeah, yeah. See, that's one thing. I'm all for finding people and finding stuff, but social media wise, I hate. That I got. I hate it. With uh, I got. <laughs> I got Facebook, which is mainly just there for like my family and a couple friends that I can only keep in touch with through that. And then right. I got Instagram, which it is what it is. I mainly just like support my sister on there because she's still doing her art thing. And then that's it. I don't really do too much social media. I guess that's another reason why I haven't really been keeping in touch with a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, social media, man, it, it can tire you out. It wears on you, at least for me. Yeah, I go on there and I see all the the craziness going on in the world, and not only with you know in general, but with my friends or acquaintances and their personal lives, and it it just gets kind of heavy. You just need to yeah. kind of distance well, yourself and take a break from it. So that's why I disappeared for. Was it two or three years? I don't remember. The time was enjoyed. Not having Facebook was beautiful. Like, I, I don't put the Messenger app on my phone because I don't want to be connected. I want to log in when I need to log in. And by need, me reposting the fact that I did a show. And I just kind of leave it at that. I'll interact with people while I'm on there, see who's talking about what. But I try to dip because it's there's so much more to enjoy in life. And then Discord, like with the social media places, you have to fight with algorithms and shit just to be seen. Like if you want to be seen, you might not even want to be seen. For me, I look at them as places that like hold stuff. It's a database for me. But shit like the Discord, where you can actually be real with somebody and not have to worry about a fucking algorithm. I don't know. I I fuck with that more. I I want to be able to actually be real with somebody. Yeah, of I mean, yeah, you could be real with you could be real with people. It's just how much BS do you want to put up with? Yeah, exactly. That's, and and that's what it turned into. Because for me, Facebook was uh, a way to keep up with all of my all of my people. But now it's just this thing where it feeds me what it thinks that I want, and I don't like that. Because there are so yeah. many people 
on my friends list and, you know, family that I got on there thinking, oh, I can connect with this person again. And their stuff doesn't even pop up on my thing, no matter how many people I delete from my friends list and how many things I unfollow. They always keep pushing the same group of people and the same group of topics. And it, it ends yeah, up turning it's the same thing. Yeah, it ends up turning to this mess where I get triggered by one thing or another and end up saying some shit or, or debating with some people I don't need to be debating about something that's just fucking stupid. See, that's that's another thing. I've just learned I don't even really post much on there. If it's not, I just made it a point to where I only post stuff that'll like either get a laugh or like, you know, just a smile because there's too much going on i don't feel like debating with anybody over anything i don't feel like you know i i don't have time to stress out over somebody else's stuff and uh i just i basically i just lurk i just scroll through see if there's anything that i like or anything that i need to do family-wise or whatever and then i log out and i made it tried to make it clear to most people that i'm around like i don't like being attached to like my cell phone all the time i don't like having to be attached to a computer all the time and that's kind of what it feels like i mean mm-hmm. you know this world is like you're just kind of glued to some piece of electronic device and it just kind of consumes you so like yeah you know, i barely post anything i get on every now and then to like stuff or to see what's going on but that's about it I mean, I'll just keep to myself and, you know, I'll either talk to people in here on Discord or I'm playing a video game or, you know, just reading the book, keeping to myself. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how I felt about it. That's how I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying to put more of that energy of uh, let, let them fight about super shit out there and let me, you know, you know, progress my life in the ways that I want to. Yeah. Most of my time, usually when it comes to social media, I'm on Reddit because I like the the different communities on there. They will all have conversations about different things, and I learned a lot of I learned a lot of uh, stuff, a lot of uh, like really various topics, and I learned them in a short time just by scrolling and seeing those conversations where they talk about you know the different stuff pertaining to that thing and not just you know just some some bullshit because they're they're, i mean they have that stuff on there too but it's easy to avoid yeah the only issue with it now is that they're heavy into that censorship shit and with everything there's only there's only a matter of time before it hits some shit that you care about yeah, which I feel like—I mean, didn't the same thing happen to uh, Tumblr? They like started censoring a lot of stuff on Tumblr. Well, yeah. Tumblr's a little different. I took part. Well, when I say that, I gotta say that correctly. I did not take part in the darkness of Tumblr, but Tumblr, Tumblr had a very, very special dark place on it. And when I mean by special dark place, it started getting into like a child child porn is it child porn was the big thing that brought it down because um apple found out about it and they pulled tumblr from the store and then tumblr was like okay that's gonna affect our money and that's when 
they said we're gonna we're gonna reform this bitch because their money got hit. If they would have never pulled that, they probably would have never took that shit down. If it wouldn't have never affected their money, they probably would still have that shit up. So I wasn't on Tumblr much. I just heard like, you know, Tumblr was being censored or whatever. People were trying to find a new place to go to. I'm like, oh okay. Oh, they took off. No, they just stopped allowing all adult content on there. Oh, okay. You gotta find a new place to go. Now, Reddit is is something different. Like, you'll get censored for uh, different topics. Will will get censored, and uh, they're not all like uh, uh, about child porn or some shit like that. Like, it's uh, even the the Donald Trump Reddit had uh, got shut down, and you know it just spread from there. Gotcha. No, no, I'm not on Reddit too much either, but. I mean, there's, there's some stuff place. that, I mean, yeah, I've, I've seen like some threads, like when I'll be doing a Google search or something, like one of the results will be like a Reddit thread that might have the answer I'm looking for. So, yeah. I mean, it seems like a cool place. Yeah. So yeah. I really make a point to, uh, if I'm looking for a certain kind of answer uh, to make sure it gets directed to Reddit, it's, uh, there's just a lot of stuff I can learn from there. That's why I can't quit it when, quit it yet. Mm-hmm. Facebook has all my family and, and friends and people I supposedly care about. <laughs> but I uninstall that hoe all the time. I haven't un- installed it yet. <laughs> I mean that's good for you. I just get tired of logging in, bro. <laughs> I do yeah. too. I, do, so I don't know if you ever in. do you ever find yourself in like this horrible loop? Like you'll you're like, oh shit, I didn't type this or oh shit, I need to check this out again because I I will. I know personally for me, I'll be in a conversation, and then I'll log out, and I'll want to just go enjoy my life. But I might be in the middle of a conversation, so I'll go check back in like two hours to see if somebody replied. So exactly. Well, I mean, you do that when. With too. So when I realized that it was becoming more of way more of a problem than I had anticipated was, I was at home sitting on my computer checking Facebook, right. Mm-hmm. I logged out of the computer Facebook, pulled out my phone, and went on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Still sitting at my computer, and I'm like, wait a minute, I was just here. Why am I back here? Yeah, I love those moments. So that's when I was like, this is too much. Like, yep. I, I don't even know what I was checking or looking for. Like, I didn't even, I wasn't talking to anybody. I was just scrolling through on my computer, logged out opened up like a new tab on my computer to play some music or something and then pulled out my phone and went on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, man. And now it's just kind of like that self-realization, like, this is this is too much. Like, I, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. I cannot say it's been an overall benefit being on Facebook. Yeah. But it has been pretty entertaining sometimes yeah, entertaining is a word for it yeah entertaining <laughs> is definitely the word for it I, I, I just find myself getting pissed sometimes because that's a part of it bro <laughs> it bothers me because it, it's people don't take care of their internet version of themselves it it bothers me how well, they don't have to they're protected exactly. behind the screen yeah, especially with COVID going around. I mean, what you gonna do? Drive around and meet up with them? 
Well, and that's that's the thing. Like it's like okay, all we got now is this internet connection with people now. It's gonna be hard not to judge you on just that and and not feel some type of way about things because it's just... oh man, dude. There, there's been I could tell you there's some friends that I definitely see in a different light uh, after certain events and them just being online more and like their true self comes out you there, there's people you don't you don't really know people until they can get away with some shit they can get away with it i already had to delete one of my friends for being racist i'm like dang i mean it wasn't directly to my face but you racist it makes you think. It's like, well, what, what am I that? Oh, I have a black friend, friend of yours, or because that's kind of how it seemed. For me, for me, my experience, or at least how I want to be about things, is to not, I guess, I guess, delete someone without attempting to have the conversation and seeing where their mindset is about certain things, because. As, um, what's that? I don't want to be necessarily a part of cancel culture or a part of this. Hey, man, you're on the internet. Fuck what you have. Fuck your ideas. I'm just gonna act like you don't exist because, yeah, because I don't know. I, I I try not to be that way about it, and and I guess this is probably my stance on it until I run out of the energy. Because I just I honestly wonder how long will I give a shit until I turn like sixty? And I'm just like fuck it. I'm gonna be this way and only this way. You know, it's like I, I try to have the attempt to make the conversation. If I know one of my friends is racist, if I find somebody, I'm I'm trying to understand why they're racist. And I don't know. I, I, I just I think I try to I try to Naruto shit too much when in reality that ain't how it works. Nobody got the energy for this shit. Yeah. Well I mean in this case, I mean it's one of those like I over I, I kinda overlooked a few previous Post and conversations that were had, but it was just one too many. It wasn't just like a first sign of that where I, yeah. But I mean, it, I'm I'm kind of like you. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I try to have those conversations, but after a certain point, you run out of energy with those conversations. You know, like, Cedric, I, I I'm really tired of you telling us how better you are than us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you how better I am. I'm not. No, but you you are better, bro. I I I jumped into a few uh uh political debate groups on Facebook. I had to bail this nigga out the other day. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I jumped into a few of them hoes and I swear I did that that shit for like a year straight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I learned a lot. And it, yeah, it just took me a while to figure that out. And there's still a lot of things that I'm figuring out about it. I mean, I, I think there are certain people who have just been so consumed by a, a certain worldview that they don't, they, don't, they can't in, entertain an opposing worldview. Yeah, there's and no so way I, that you can make everybody change. Yeah, I mean, I had, I had questions about, different. yeah, I had questions about, uh, religion since I had grown up in a church and saw that you know people didn't seem to be practicing their religion as dire as the book was making it seem like mm -hmm. and you know years later I figure I find out that 
uh, some of the actions that that were part of the culture of the church came straight from slavery and these people never even questioned why why they do such a thing or why this is su- supposed to be done this way they just accepted it as is and no amount of information can tell them otherwise yeah no i mean it's it's like that with religion it's like that with racism i mean there's yeah like some people get it's... indoctrinated and that's just it for them yeah, and I mean, I'm you know again like you. I try to ask questions. I try to figure out why these people think this way, or if there is a certain way around them thinking that. Like you know, maybe trying to prove a difference, but at the same time, it's like you you just after a while, you just kind of realize like you shouldn't you shouldn't have to put energy into that. Like they, if they are not willing to listen to a difference of opinion. I mean, don't, in my opinion, then it's not worth me wasting my energy on trying to give you a difference of opinion when you're already set in stone. This is the way yeah, it is. You're already closed it's off like, to the idea. Yeah. It's talking to a wall. Yeah. There's, you know, you can have, you can have healthy conversations with people, but I mean, you kind of can tell early on if it's going to be worth anything. Right. I had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> I mean, I did too. With the, for me, my, my, so origin story, look at us. Um, when returning to Facebook, first off, there's like levels to this shit for me on my return. It's like, I'm trying to reconnect with people I haven't talked to, like maybe anywhere from five years, three years to like all the way to sometimes I want to think about it 10 years in a way. And one of the things that I'm trying to do is, you know, have people understand and respect my voice. Cause I have an idea that I feel like would work on certain things. And this particular thing was, I was real big in the whole, Hey, people are saying they want to buy black, but I'm looking at this shit from an outsider in situation and I'm seeing it corrupt and fail because when every and when everyone gets together and scream, "Hey, let's buy black!" The first thing they do is direct people to um, some restaurant or someone's yeah. hairline. And for me, I start going like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is not going to do a goddamn thing." And I'm going, "Okay, what we need is a source." And you know, not even just that. When I when I started diving deeper into the conversations with people, it also turned into some people were just trying or just hell bent on, "Hey, we want to make sure it's." black and only black to the point where it's like segregation and i was like i i had this idea of like i had oh let me stop saying fucking like punch myself in the gut ha i had this idea of you shouldn't keep anything segregated you should figure out a healthy integration because we live in a melting pot and i would go on post and explain this concept trying to open the eyes and hopefully the hearts of other people but they didn't they didn't want to continue the conversation. The conversation would stop at if it's not gonna be black forever, I don't wanna have anything to do with it. And yeah. I'm just like I'm just like that ain't that's not that just leads down to a road of blood. And I'm it's not a practical solution. It's not. And after I realized my voice wasn't gonna be listened to and it just turned into a post on the wall for people to like and like, yeah, that's a good conversation and just like it. I had to I had to back away and just 
I, I learned from that that you do have to conserve your energy. You can't go put your mind towards something you can't control because people, it, it don't work like that. It does not work like that. Yeah. Well, and about the whole buying black thing, like I, I kind of thought about it for a while and I was like, yeah, I would definitely like to, you know, support my community more, support buying black. And then I don't know if any of y'all have ever watched the, it's on Netflix, uh, Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. I want yeah. to. It's on my list. We watched, watched it and I... the first episode is about buying black. And it he's it was it it was like the hardest thing for him to do to find purely black owned stuff. Like right. it you know, it like you said, it's the world is a melting pot. Like even he couldn't even go eat at one of the restaurants in a black neighborhood because like if you're purely buying and black, it's like the black people had to have their own farm, raise their own chickens, do all yep. this other stuff. You know, it it's not. I don't know. Uh, I don't even. I don't want to get off on the tangent, but it's just it's one of those like. Nah, bro, go on the tangent. Uh, no, no, it's just <laughs> like in short, it's like one of those the idea like we get the idea of wanting to be, you know, supporting the community and buying black. But if you look at it in reality, buying 100% black, you're not going to really get anything like or get anywhere with it. It, it. Like you said, it should be more of a we need to, instead of more segregation, we should be more working together. Yeah, that's the shit I'm on. Because, uh, I mean, we have to actually build wealth and have ownership of uh like all kinds of stuff that 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 you have to build like the 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 main component is that you have to build something uh that you own in a place that you own and those people aren't aren't thinking like that i i don't understand what what the uh what the mental block is either i mean you could also argue it's actually just bringing more segregation back yep cuz now instead of you going and shopping, you know, at just a normal like place like Walmart, you're only looking for a black owned store. Instead oh, of you just going I and I didn't take it as as only by black, like everything is all black. Well no, I'm I'm saying like some some cases, some people are thinking like that. Yep. Um, yeah. I, like, I've talked to some mean, people, it's like, oh, it ain't black, I ain't having anything to do with them. Like you yeah. can't even go to Walmart, you can't go to Target, you can't go out to a fast food place. Like, yeah, yeah, you have that list of restaurants so you can eat, but I mean that ain't doing nothing. A lot of the a lot of the things you do in your day to day life, you won't be able to do anymore if that's the case. Yeah, if that's definitely. that mindset that you have, you know. Uh and again, like y'all said, it should be more about working together instead of kind of segregating ourselves and only doing black stuff because of black things or whatever, you know, it it really we should just be working together it yeah we did kind of lose that uh a lot of that we felt felt that in my local area growing up there wasn't a strong sense of community Community. until some you know some really bad shit happened like uh uh 
Hurricane Katrina or some shit. But it, it shouldn't take that for, for people to feel like, uh, you know, we're going to help each other out. Yeah, it shouldn't take like a tragedy to get people to come together. That brings it to that Watchmen shit we were talking about earlier. That's how they solved that. They had to make a tragedy to bring the whole entire fucking world together. That damn giant squid. Yeah. But, I mean, unfortunately, it's just one of those, like, humans, I guess, by nature, are kind of selfish. They look out for themselves and their own. And until something big affects a very large amount of people, you know, that's basically the way you continue living your life, is you look out for you and you look out for your own. Mm. I try to keep that Naruto energy. <laughs> Naruto has a good energy, man, but those cases are very few and far between. I I, I get you, but it's like, like I respect I was, it. I definitely respect it. And I'm not saying I have wrong. accepted it. I've accepted that in order to be Naruto, you have to be or have his concept. You have to willingly know you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's probably felt like that since birth, so. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to take a, a mix of the two, like don't completely abandon people, but you know, when you have to, yeah, no amount of preaching is a, is going to change anything. So I have to, uh, it's, instead of letting this stuff affect me as well, I have to get myself in order, and then you know, once I'm straight, maybe I can help uh, the next person. Yeah, that's pretty much the way I look at it too. Like, you got to make sure that you're mentally, you know, straight, and then you can help everybody else. But You know, I came across something the other day, trying to remember where it came from. Knowing me, from the people I normally listen to and hear shit from, it probably came from one of Jordan Peterson, maybe. But it was something along the lines of, it is okay, though, to try to put forth that energy that you feel is better and actually attempting to help others when you're still building on yourself. I mean, of course you need to feel like you're in the right level, but it's okay. It's a, it's okay to be able to still try to put that energy out and help others. And well, I'm yeah. trying to hold to that. I'm trying to hold to that because no, it's definitely okay. I mean, people need that. Energy. It's a choice. It's a choice. I know yeah. a lot of us opt out to just say, Hey man, I'm gonna work on me first and the people with me. And just and and leave it at that. And it's nice to know that there is that option that you can be a hybrid when you're doing this shit. I'm all for the hybrids. Hybrids for the win. I mean, yeah. this is uh this is an open world. This is open world simulated, bro. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, you know, people need that energy for sure. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, People I had an important question I want to ask you though. Oh yeah, because you were doing was it you had a nutritionist or was it a trainer? I had a personal trainer for a bit. How was that? Expensive. <laughs> did you get buff? Yeah, did you uh, have any results? Yeah, I mean, I I got, I was starting to get, so 
my thing was I was more trying to lose weight in the gut area and trying to tone up like my midsection and everything. When I got the personal trainer, that I didn't, I guess, really put two and two together. That was more, he's more of a bodybuilder. So I definitely started seeing results. I had more muscle, uh, more tone and everything, especially like in my shoulders and upper body area. But I wasn't losing the gut. It's like a completely different routine and workout that you have to do. It it really depends on what you want to do, like with your body and stuff. Because after the trainer, you know, I'm not as big as I was because I stopped for a bit, especially because like I kind of got a bum left shoulder. Mm -hmm. Um, He said I needed surgery on it, but I'm if I don't have to get surgery, I'm not gonna. I'm not. (laughs) Well, I'm not like a professional bodybuilder or anything, you know. I was just trying to do it to look better. Um, Was it worth the money? For me, no. Uh, But it really depends on what you want. Yeah. If you you were trying to, like, yeah, for me, no, that's why I stopped was because, you know, I, again, I was more trying to just kind of lose a little bit of weight and, you know, build on my cardio. While I did definitely like the muscles and I appreciated them, you know, felt a lot better than I had been. Um, it it was kind of one of those like, well, after I worked with the trainer for a bit, I kind of feel like I'm just paying for gym equipment. Mm. Um, which I mean, he's a good dude because I, you know, he's a good guy. I worked with him. Uh, at GameStop, actually, in Denton, mm. um, before I met y'all, uh, when I was still at GameStop, but, uh, so hey, I knew him from there. Cool. Huh? That's cool. I think that's cool. Oh, yeah, no, he's cool. It was, it was definitely nice to have that connection, too. Yeah, um, you spread, you spread the, the wealth around to your, to the community, basically, to your yeah. people. Yeah, he, uh, Cause we we were cool at GameStop and then I ended up quitting, but we kept in touch. Um, mm. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm doing this workout thing now. It's bodybuilding thing." I'm like, "Oh, can you help me out?" So you know, and which you know, yeah, I say it's expensive. He also was giving me a discount. Um, still expensive, but not as expensive as it could have been, which I definitely what is, appreciate. What kind of what kind of numbers are you looking at when you do that? Uh, like a personal trainer. Yeah. Or, Kind of, I mean, it still also kind of depends, but I, I mean, triple digits. Mm. You know, about a hundred plus, almost 200. Um, which, I mean, after, you know, again, after I felt like I was starting to hit that point to where I knew what I was doing going into the gym and started hitting that repetition thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just kind of felt like, okay, well, you know, I'm still, I'm, I've still got this gut. The gut's kind of not visible underneath all the muscles now. But, you know, I'm not, I've got to find something else to do. So what I did, I uh, stopped for a while, tried to let the shoulder heal up a bit. A bit um, and then I ended up doing uh, Camp Gladiator. Hmm. And that is What's a Camp Gladiator? It's a it's a good workout, is what it is. Uh, so they got this. Uh, 
basically it's like it's like a little camp where you meet like they have people all over the metroplex all over like different camps monday through friday and sometimes saturdays uh like you could pretty much find a camp at any time of the day uh and it's just you sign up you pay the fee which my fee was like 75 dollars a month but mm. You can go and get different trainer to anyone's camp, really. Uh, usually, you kind of want to have like a main camp that you go to. Uh, that would be like your main trainer person that you keep in contact with or whatever. Um, mm. But you just, you know, you work out with a group of people, and each week they do different. So, like, there'll be like an endurance week, a uh, like a strength week, speed and agility week, and they, they just rotate that every month. So you have like the four different types of workouts. One week is one thing, you know, to four weeks in a month. Um, it's a good workout, though. It's definitely worth it if you keep up with it. My thing is I stopped kind of, well, I stopped because I got sick. And then COVID hit. So I'm, you know, I'm still kind of skeptical about going and working out with a group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh as you, know, you should y'all, be. yeah, y'all, you know, COVID is transmitted through, you know, sweat and saliva and all that stuff, and you all in a close proximity sweating against each other, and you no, know. um, so I haven't really been since COVID, uh, but they do offer virtual workouts now too. So if you don't feel like going out there, you can, you know, record yourself on your phone working out. Just put your phone up somewhere like showing you're doing the workouts once it's completed you get that check-in they do check-ins every workout that you go to and you can get like points uh to buy stuff off of the shop like you know workout mats or water bottles or whatever so but it's definitely good and another reason why i like it is because it's like a community like you meet people yeah. um and those people definitely push you and keep you going so you know, I've met a couple people through there, and they'll add you as friends on Facebook and, you know, post their workouts, post their virtual workouts, like their times and whatever they're meeting. And it's definitely good. Like, it's a really good workout. I definitely want to keep doing it, but COVID, and, you know, I could do the virtual one, but I need to make some room in my apartment to even think about working out. Um, otherwise, I'm going to be breaking stuff, so... I what's that? I used to pull out the calisthenics. When you pull out the calisthenics, all you need is what's that? You need your you need to be able to lay on the floor and have your wingspan out. And well, I forgot what else it is because that's what I would do in Denton. Because when we were there, I remember the guys kept saying, "Hey man, you're getting real Rick Rossi. You're getting <laughs> real Rick Rossi." And I think it was V's that kept saying, "What, what was you doing?" Every time you saw me, you would go, "Oh." Or something like that. Forgot what it was. Or whatever Rick Ross normally does. The thing he oh. does. With the... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I, I remember it. That's all I kept hearing. I kept telling myself, like, I don't care. I'm, 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 I'm not going to do this. And I had a realization factor and some catalyst that happened too. But I had told myself, <laughs> if you're a rapper, you, you either got to be skinny or you gotta be like super duper fat. You can't be in between. It don't look cool if you're in between. <laughs> but 
but just on it was cardio and fucking calisthenics. I I just started running, and that shit fucking helped me lose. I was I think I was two two thirty, and I got back down to one eighty, and yeah yeah. Dang. This conversation though is in vain because now I am back at the number X, and I ain't even saying. <laughs> I don't. I've never seen you that big though. Hey man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay. that, that's the crazy part, though. You you don't you don't really look that big. It's just the it's the fact that like it, it's like that whole if you're not wobbling, you will never look that big. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's true. Cause you saying that, yeah. Cause when I went, cause my heaviest was one. I think my heaviest was 185, and I had been like a 150 like since high school. And I think 185 was when, what year was that? 2018, I think. I remember it was the year I went to Nigeria, and all my relatives were like, what happened? What happened because you got fat? No, yeah. well, not fat. Well, not fat. Yeah, I was, you know, I was kind of plump, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, that was my heaviest. I think that was one eighty five, one ninety. But I mean, you could tell, like, I had gained weight. I was fat my whole life, and I think in college, all that shit got worked down. Well, probably That's another probably reason in high school a little bit. But yeah, that's another reason why I miss it though, because you could walk around campus like you just lose it going to class. Yeah, ain't on adventures and shit. Yeah, just yeah. Speaking of which, I was just thinking about this today. Do y'all remember uh, at the at the apartment we were all hanging out, and some girl just screamed out, "I have titties" or something like that. <laughs> no. No, I remember that. I faintly remember this. Okay. Okay. Who 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 was that? Was that that girl that we walked home? Probably. I'm pretty sure. I don't was. think so. I don't really remember. I remember some girl loudly and proudly shouting, "I have titties." I have titties. No, I mean, because I know who you're talking about. That was Emily, but I don't think that was her. Hmm. I mean, we had so many girls at the house, right? No, just. (laughs) (laughs) One of four looking at. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it it could have been her and I just missed it. I don't know. It felt like it was one of those moments where everybody, where all of us stopped and was like, oh shit, really? Like I remember, I stopped and I looked up, and all all the other guys were just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember, because Christian said, "Okay." <laughs> there was like a fast mob or some shit. If Christian wasn't there, I don't think Christian ever met Emily, so I don't think it was her. Hmm. I have no idea. Then I I, I have no idea. 
Let me see. But I do remember someone screaming, I have titties. I do remember that. Yeah, like the story sounds familiar. I just don't know who it was. Are you still doing the elevator job? Yep. Tell me how that is, because the only elevator jobs I can think of in my mind is when they show the black guy in the back of the elevator in the in the 1950s, and he's just there to say, what floor you want to go to, Mr. Robinson? Oh, the bellhop? There you go. Nah, this one, this job, so... I mean, really, my, my sign of the job, I'm a supervisor now, so I'm not on the phone as much or anything. Mm -hmm. But our side of the job is uh, dispatching technicians and setting up service requests. So if someone's elevator breaks down, they'll call in, we'll set up the request and send a technician out. Or, you know, we'll just dispatch a technician when he calls in, says he needs a ticket for some building that he just worked on. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a couple other sides to it, like there's a national accounts part, which works with like businesses like Walmart, Target, uh, Gap, you know, stores that have elevators in them, um, malls and stuff, movie theaters. Uh, but that's, you know, the main part of ours. And we also monitor empty elevator, not empty, elevators with like, a, you know, in the elevator when you press that call button. Mm -hmm. and it's, it calls us it doesn't sometimes it doesn't go to the building it'll go to a call center so like we're one of the call centers so if you're stuck inside of an elevator and press that button you'll get us we'll try to walk you through some stuff to get you out i'm gonna i'm gonna do that next time i'm in the elevator i'm just gonna call and like i'm trying to talk to cedric you gotta make sure it's the right company there's different companies <laughs> i'll get the information from you later all right <laughs> <laughs> What's the what's the wildest call that you can think of that you've had? I mean, there's been a few. <laughs> uh, some of the ones though, it's not even like. <sighs> so, I mean, there's been ones that are like. I mean, they're rare, but there are some where like people get attacked in elevators or you know raped in elevators. Those calls mm -hmm. definitely never good calls to have. Uh, there's been some where like a guy is just irate and pissed off that he's stuck in the elevator calling every two minutes because the technician's not there yet. I remember this one guy in Hawaii, he was very upset because like, hurry up, I gotta poop. <laughs> Where's the technician? Oh man, the tech's 45 minutes away. I'm gonna poop in the elevator. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> to do what you got to do man I, I can't i'm not with the building i'm not a tech you're in hawaii i'm in texas there's nothing i can do <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh, so there's calls like that um there's calls that like are mistake calls that don't even pertain to elevators but some for some reason they got our number mixed up but I think our company number is like really close to some credit card number because we get people calling all the time trying to activate their credit cards. <laughs> uh, we we block the number 
but there used to be a call every Sunday. There used to be like this. It was like a Hispanic beauty pageant. Like, and they had like this teleprompter, you know, those like old TV, like teleprompter things, like call now to place your vote, call now to do this. Yeah. So every Sunday for the longest time, our lines would just get flooded by all these Spanish speaking people <laughs> trying to place votes. Because they kept, I don't know what the difference in the numbers was, but we got just like for an hour straight, just these people trying to vote on this Hispanic beauty pageant every single Sunday. I love, I love. <laughs> um, That's good shit. <laughs> so I think we finally got that number blocked. Uh, I remember there was a call with this old lady who was very, very she was very mad at me personally. Uh, because I didn't have peanut butter cups. And I kept trying to tell the lady, like, ma'am, this is an elevator company. You know, I don't know what you're trying to know. This is the the number to the peanut butter cups in this catalog. I dialed it right here, and you just don't want to sell me the peanut butter. I'm like, I I wish I had peanut butter cups. I really do. (laughs) They sound delicious, but I don't have any. Are you sold out? No, this is an elevator company. <laughs> Call lasted for like 15 minutes of me trying to explain to this woman that I am not the peanut butter cup dude. Uh, I mean, you just you kind of just get random calls like that. You know, they just vary. Um, I remember one lady, she was calling, I think she was from Canada. She was speaking French. And I kept asking if she was trapped in the elevator. She kept saying yes or we, or whatever. So I have to get a translator on the line. Translator and her go back and forth, speaking French. Translator comes back, and translator's like, she wants to know how much baby formula she should put in the bottle. And I'm like, are you... I, I explained to you and her that I'm, an, I'm with an elevator company. What about elevators <laughs> has... Anything to do with baby formula. <laughs> Dude, like, that's you know, just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you just get some random calls like that, though. But the thing is, they waste so much time. You spend like 15, sometimes 30, sometimes an hour just to come to, you know, the conclusion that, yeah, this had nothing to do with me. This had nothing to do with an elevator. You know, you just get I- random calls. If I called looking for peanut butter cookies and you were like, dude, this is an elevator company, I would think that you were fucking with me too. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Elevators don't have companies. They come with the building. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, the thing is, like, it was just this older lady and she just would not take no for an answer. Oh, I had that happen. Oh. So, one thing I'm learning is that it just appears that if there's ever a place where humans can call in, it's humans. Humans just are bound to just fuck some shit up. I worked at Domino's for a good period, and I remember this infamous this infamous call. Uh, this old lady, she called, and she was explaining how she wanted pizza delivered, but she wasn't going to pay the delivery charge she kept just saying no i'm not paying no delivery charge you're supposed to deliver my pizza to me because i paid for it and i'm I'm trying to explain to this woman the process of how deliveries work 
and she's just hell bent of no, that's not how this works. I pay for a pizza, you bring it to me. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just this back and forth to the point where I, I believe, if I remember correctly, I ended up just saying, "Hey, I, yeah, it was." I felt bad because I just had to be an asshole and say, "Hey, man, I've explained this shit to you. You can figure this shit out on your own." I think she, <laughs> I think she came to the actual dominoes, and and yeah, it's just it's just it's just it's just hilarious to me. Exactly. You can do all that you can to explain some shit if they ain't gonna get it. Yeah, it's that customer entitlement. Yeah. It's because we get that too. It's customer entitlement. We get that too. Well, you can send the tech out, but I ain't paying anything for it. All right, well, I'll let you take that up with billing. No, you put that on the ticket. I can't. That's a billing issue. We don't deal with billing. You got to call back on Monday. You know, and they're just adamant about how they're not going to pay. So then you actually have to conference them in with the supervisor. And the supervisor's like, go ahead and send them out. We'll bill them. Huh. And they either get billed or their contract gets frozen. So that's sometimes fun, you know. But yeah, no, customer entitlement is definitely real. Um, we deal with that too sometimes. I I I've been a not a victim. I've been a well no, I've been a abuser of customer entitlement because I mean I don't know, I, I say it like this. I feel like there's script readers and and like that shit just I don't know man. I think problems don't need to just get get left at whatever the hell they were supposed to be read in the script. And I know there's levels to this shit. If you're on an elevator and you're trying to explain that you are selling peanut butter cups or some shit, and you you don't. That's that's totally different. I I was I was telling the guys about it. I forgot what cast it was, but I literally start the cast off um, talking about how an insurance company in in this period of COVID, they they canceled on me and didn't have a conversation outside of it prepared about what to do with people when they cancel it and they overcharge you for some shit. They just leave it at, hey, we can't do anything for you. Um, you can try again, and we're sorry you're dissatisfied. Goodbye. And it always bothers me that we set these systems up so we can have a valid reason to not be human or, I guess, to just shut the humans out. Yeah. I feel like that's just kind of like business practice though because yeah. i mean if you i mean I mean, you gotta also think like this stuff is coming from corporate or higher ups right it's not the people on the phone making up that script on the spot like and once you get higher up in the corp the company like incorporating stuff all they do is they see numbers they don't see people as people a lot of the times i've learned that actually i started learning that from gamestop uh, which, by the way, GameStop is the worst company. Don't ever work for them. Um, <laughs> this is not an ad. No, it's not. They <laughs> they actually were voted the worst corporate in America. Uh, and I can vouch for that. But that's another story for another time. Um, I would love to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. The they... time thing. Huh? That's how all the people at. Any top position of of anything, that's how they think. 
Yeah, they just start to see numbers. It doesn't matter if you came from the bottom to the top. Once you're at the top, all you see is numbers. So but you start looking at the whole big picture of the company, the big picture of everything to where satisfying that one customer or that one person doesn't really matter because you have an entire company to think about. So they just kind of become numbers. Sucks, what are your man. thoughts on preventing that? I mean, I wish there was a way to, but I mean, it's really hard to when you're working for a really big company. I mean, really the only other way that I could think of is having everybody start working from the bottom and move their way up, which is impossible. And even if it was possible, I mean, that's not to say that they're still not going to disregard the whole customer satisfaction thing. It's just kind of the structure of it. It's like bigger companies, corporate companies like that. Unfortunately, that's just, that's how they survive. Because, yeah, you may piss off one customer, but you know that there's millions of other people still buying your product. Mm. Whereas your smaller mom and pop shops, they're the ones that have to care more about their customer bases and keeping up a good rapport with everybody that they interact with because that's how they make a living. Like it, them losing one customer or two customers hits a lot harder than that corporate company. Like, you know, I shoot, I could go to corporate GameStop and tell them y'all suck. I'm not shopping there anymore. They're going to shrug their shoulders and keep on trucking because they, <laughs> yep. they don't need my money. They've got millions of other people's money. Mm-hmm. And they're probably, you know, as soon as I walk out the door, they probably got a new customer right then and there. So it's it's kind of a... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's kind of like a almost impossible thing to balance, I think. If you're that large of a company, you can't really just, you know, it's really hard to be that big of a company and still care about each and every individual interaction with every single customer when you're looking from the top down. That's what you have your... top of that shit, man. Damn, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A doesn't care about a large part of their customer base or their possible customer base, though. So this they're already true. losing it. I mean, they lost a large part of their customer base, and they're still doing the same thing. So, Are we talking about the same instance when there was that, the whole, how they felt about, I guess, you know, gay people in general? Yeah, the LGBT people. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are LGBT. And when all that stuff came out, instantly stopped. No support for Chick-fil-A. Mm. So if you can imagine worldwide how many people stopped supporting Chick-fil-A, yet Chick-fil-A is still doing pretty good. I know a lot of gay people who didn't stop. Yeah, I mean, I know some that didn't stop either. But I know a lot of people that did. And, you know, either way, it's still, you know, more, it's more of a loss 
than most people would experience, like most companies would experience, right? Like, mm-hmm. just collectively, if you look at the people that actually did stop supporting Chick-fil-A, that's still a big hit. But Chick-fil-A is still doing fine. Mm-hmm. And that's that, that's that other question that comes up on the table for me. I think about it, it's, it's like, it only matters if the people fucking care about it. And that's that's the, the sad thing for a lot of this shit. If the people care about it, then shit happens. And if there's no good alternative. Yeah. Which, I mean, Chick-fil-A, there's other chicken sandwiches out there. Yeah, not as good as Chick-fil-A, though. But, you know, I ain't trying to make this an ad. You know, but they don't have crack in it. That's right. They don't have. I don't crack know, in. man. That people were acting like the Popeyes one had some crack in it. You guys were idiots, but it was—it's actually pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you said you didn't try it. Nope. It, well, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to use Chick Fil A sauce to make it good, but you know. Yeah. The, so, my my stance on the chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A has always been good, right? Like, to me, they've, they've always been, a, you know, it's a good chicken sandwich. Popeyes came along. If you get that spicy chicken sandwich, I would put that over the Chick-fil-A sandwich. But the thing about the Popeyes one is they run out early in the day. They don't have them all day like Chick-fil-A does. Mm. That being said, I can still go to Wendy's and get a decent chicken sandwich. Because their chicken sandwich is pretty good, too. I can't vouch for Wendy's. I can vouch for Chick-fil-A. Popeye's is cool. Have you been to Super Chicks, though? I have not. That's the that's the little stepchild. That's That's it's like only like four locations and they're they're in Addison, the one that I went to. Um and they're open on Sundays. That's what that's what it is. That's the place to go get your chicken sandwich on a Sunday. They got this burger, not a burger, it's a fucking sandwich. They have this sandwich where they take an avocado and they stuff it with cheese and they Deep fried, and they put that on top of a chicken pat, a chicken breast, and ah, it's it's good. I hate avocados now, but yeah, that shit's that shit was that shit was good. See that right there already sounds like it's better than Chick Fil A. It's right. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know. See, I've never thought Chick Fil A was like all that. Personally, you know, it's good. I'm not saying they're bad. It's passable. I can eat Chick-fil-A. I'm just saying, like, would I put Chick-fil-A way above any other chicken sandwich? Probably not. Okay, if that's passable, what's what's the good stuff? You doing you doing all this holding out, man? <laughs> yeah, I mean, are we still strictly talking chicken sandwiches? Cause, nah, yeah. man, let us know then. Let us know then. What's what's really good? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. If you want burritos, now, um, I mean that, that's a, I, I guess maybe I just never really been good and big on 
chicken sandwiches. But like I said, I, I'll go to Wendy's and probably get a better chicken sandwich, in my opinion, than Chick-fil-A. See, you ain't even about that life. Well, what life? Like, what? Let me know. Chicken sandwich, where, bro. I mean, I got super chicks. Where? What? What other chicken sandwiches are there? Do you know who? I, they're closed on Sunday, and people damn near worship. Uh, oh damn, my mouse mouse fell. People damn near worship them, and they're 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 closed on Sunday to so they can worship Jesus. Chick Fil A. <laughs> oh, he, he just left. Oh, there you are. Shit. Did I go somewhere? You, like, left and then came right back. I have no idea what happened. No. The important part is you're here now. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not knocking Chick-fil-A. I'm just saying I don't feel as highly as most people do about them. I know some people that that are feeling that way about it. I got a coworker who's like, "Hey man, it's nothing special about a damn chicken sandwich with two pickles on it and no sauce." <laughs> Not only that, but I don't like pickles, so I already have to pick them off. I'm already having to work for my sandwich. You know what? I hate working for food. That was the work. That was the first sandwich where I left the pickle on, and I, I was I wasn't even complaining. I can't do pickles, man. That's like the <laughs> top. That's the top of my I hate this food list. Pickles. Um, avocados is mine. That shit tries to assassinate me now. I'm avocado intolerant now. I don't know what the fuck happened, but whenever wow, I eat avocado, you? you said what? What does it do to you? Like it, it just it gets in my system and my body instantly rejects it. Probably about a a minute or a minute and a half later, I gotta go. I gotta go vomit that shit right up. Mm. Damn, sucks to suck. It does. It does. Cause it wasn't that way. It it just happened. I went over over Green's house one time. We were eating these these tortillas or tostadas or some shit, and I had a sprite. And I remember I was getting ready. To, no, I bit down into some avocado. It was avocado and shrimp or something like that. And it was just nope, nope. Hell no. And from that day forward, whenever I have avocado, I just like, oh, I'm be all right. I'm be all right. Nope. Can't do it. Just can't. Body just rejects that shit instantly. I think I'm, I think it's growing on me. I've always liked it. I'm just, I want to know if it's a, a mental thing. Or is my has my body grown to be intolerant of avocados? Because I know my mom had the same had the same thing happen to her. So I don't know I if mean, it's mental or physical. I'm not a doctor or anything, but I think you can get food allergies if like as you get older. Because I know, like my granny, she uh, she, I guess as she got older, got allergic to shellfish. Mm. So I don't know if it's that way with a lot of foods or what, but I know because she used to like we used to eat like seafood all the time, and then she got older, and like she couldn't eat fish anymore, like shellfish or anything. She couldn't eat shrimp or anything like that. Hmm. And she was just start breaking out and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. 
Yeah, Darius is complaining, but he knows I can't eat weed and shit. So, like, most of fast food and most regular food is out now. Dang. <laughs> you right? <laughs> I, I can't just be out and have a, a, a splurge of uh, just, whatever whatever we pass by. Like, it's off the menu. All of it. I just had to <laughs> take a minute and just realize what all wheat was in. I'm like, dang. Everything. They <laughs> put this shit in everything, bro. For no reason. It's, it's in the vitamins and shit. Why? <laughs> so Want some wheat with that wheat? <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Yeah, it hurt. It really did hurt. Yeah. That's one of my fears, man. I, I hope I never get any food allergies. Like, and then they had that report saying that there's ticks out there that make you allergic to meat, so I'm just forever staying inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I remember that shit. You can't take that away from me. I like I like too many things that have meat in it. I like ribs, Nature chicken. Way. I, can't, I can't do that. that that's crazy. Nature finds a way. Maybe that's how God made it. He knew this shit was coming. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It could be a food allergy, man. It could have just been like a one of those things that you got older and just your body hates it now. Mm. But I don't know how like there's a way to test that. Your thing's messed up, bro. Yo, can y'all hear me oh. now? Oh, I hear you now. Yeah, we know we can. Did you guys catch the last thing I said? Nope. Probably not, no. It was hilarious because I said, gents, we should shut this shit down. And then I was sitting there going, oh, I think this bitch shut it down itself already. <laughs> <laughs> No, we didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I can I can retrieve that statement if y'all were in the middle of a conversation about something. <laughs> no, it's food allergies, man. <laughs> that was about it. Oh, but shit! Before we go, though, are what are you, are you playing anything tonight? Because we totally need to start gaming together too. Who is uh, that? You said huh? who is we? Who is that to? Who is that question to? Uh, bro, I always know you, you're open to playing a game. Fucking Cedric. I need to know what he's playing. Oh, do you have a PC? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on a PC right now, yeah. Oh, bro, you fucking up. Where have you been this whole time? I don't play much. Oddly enough, that's weird to say, actually. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, I've just been, I haven't really been doing much multiplayer stuff. I've just been doing the single player. Like, I'm playing Yakuza right now. Did mm. you pick up Total War? Total War? Oh, my God. He missed Is it, it. a he shooter? Didn't pick that up, bro. Yeah. No, it's a, it, it's, I think strategy. it's more like, yeah, like a, like a strategy board game type of deal. Like, you, the, 
the different land is owned by uh, different nations and you, you know, uh, make deals and do politics and conquer and, and... Oh, okay, yeah. No, I know what type of game you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, no, I've never really played it, but yeah, I've heard about it. Total War, or like those type it, of games. Yeah, I think it'd be good for a, a podcast game, and it was free for 24 hours. Oh, well, shoot, I missed it then. Yeah, bro, you fucking up. We we don't just be posting bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he Vontae says that Epic Game Store is giving away games like all left and right and shit. Yeah, cause I got um, yeah, I got a uh, Samurai Showdown collection from them for free. I did as well. Yeah, they be picking them hoes up. I, I thought it was just gonna be a bunch of bullshit games, like like they used to do. Yeah, no, I haven't really been paying too much attention after that though. Like I said, I've been my gaming lately hasn't really been. Like I'm playing Yakuza and I'm about to I was playing Sekiro and that game was kicking my teeth in, so I kinda put that down. Um so I was about to start Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. Cause that looks pretty fun. But other than that, I mean I haven't really been playing much. Just the occasional fighting game here and there. That's about it. I know I want to have that conversation about Kingdom Hearts with you, but I think that would be a cool one for me, you, and the other guy who is completely pro Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh man, there's there's a lot to talk about. Oh, there's yeah. uh, the Remnant from the Ashes, because that one's free, and I think we all picked that one up. Remnant. Oh, another game. Free player. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. I'll have to get that one then. But shit, it's been a fucking blast. We need to do this again. I I fucking had fun. This is dope. I like this. This is my new pastime, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, I had fun too. It's definitely good catching up with you guys. Sure, there's a lot more to talk about too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably, I mean, shit, just from the whole thought frat, we're miles away from each other in sort of fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like, Carrollton is very close. Well, I mean, I'm in Plano, so it would be, what, like a 20-minute drive at that? 15 Mine minutes, bro. like 15 hours. <laughs> if you start now, you can, you know... <laughs> but shit alright man I'll let you later dog alright cool nice. yeah it's been fun yeah, I'll be in touch I'll post some music or something and... yeah, yeah definitely. I'll definitely stay in touch I made a channel for that so yeah just, just post shit in there alright alright holla at you. cool laters see you later